Super Creative Podcast contains explicit content and may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. From Creative Overdose Studios, this is the Super Creative Podcast, where we highlight stories from entertainment news with splashes of nonsense. I'm Stephanie Lopez with Kita and Alana, the senior writer. So grab some snacks, because here's what we've been vibing on this week. All right, so uh, what are you guys been vibing on this week? Um, I'll go. I've been uh, vibing on some animated series um, all throughout all the streaming networks. Um, the first one that I've been vibing on is called Pickle and Peanut. And it's this really uh, quirky, silly, um, kind of like a regular show-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It was on, I guess it was on Disney XD, but I don't have Disney XD, so it's on Hulu. There's like two seasons of it. Um, It it was from 2015 to 2018, so it's no longer out, but it's a really cute show. It's basically like, it has animation in it that's similar to like the main characters are, are literally a pickle with a face on it, like, you know, an animated face, but it looks like a real pickle and a peanut. Like it looks like a real peanut shell. Yeah. So is this? Are they trying to invoke Pickle Rick with this, or is it just no, coincidental? No. No. So like the guys. <laughs> so like the people. I don't know who's involved. Basically, the creator is Noah Z Jones, and um, he worked on like stuff for Disney. I guess he works on a lot of stuff for Disney. Fish Hooks, um, Princess Pink. Um, a bunch of stuff that I haven't watched, but it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like it's a, it's not like Pickle Rick. It's for kids, or well, teenagers rather, mm-hmm. and it's silly stuff. It's not like as smart as Pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. So yeah, um, and the people who are the uh, voices for it are um, Josh Heater, who plays Pickle. You guys know him as Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) And uh, this guy named Johnny Pemberton. He's like this sweet-faced kid. I don't even know um, if you guys ever watched the show Son of Zorn or... um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the son of Zorn. (laughs) And um, yeah, that guy. Um, he just looks so sweet in the face to me. He's also in this show, Superstore. He plays like the boyfriend of one of the people who work at Superstore. And he's like this little hip hop wannabe kind of Eminem-ish kid. But um, apparently he's much older than he looks. He's like 40 and he looks like he's 17. Um, That's strange. But yeah, it's a cute little show. And um, the guys, they just like one episode, they decide they want to make money because they want to buy these headphones. And to make money, they um, decide that they want to start a taxi service with their van. They end up driving like people to go rob uh, banks and stuff, and they don't realize it till the very very end, obviously. But it's like little quirky situations that they get themselves into. It's pretty cute. Um, okay. 
Yep. Another show that I've been watching, I uh, just finished the first season of, is The Hollow on Netflix. It's another animated series. Um, so it's cool. That At first, sounds was, familiar. What was, yeah. What's it about? So it's three teenagers that, okay, so they wake up in this room. They don't know why they're in the room. And who oh, they are. I watched all of the first season. Yes, I did watch that show. Yes. Mm. So um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but basically, uh, okay. So they don't know why they're in this room, and um, they eventually find out that they have powers. Some stuff is revealed as to why they have powers by the end of the season, or like a few episodes to towards the end of the season. And then um, I just started season two, episode one, which is strange. I feel like it's they restarted what they did in the, the first season. I can't give it away because I don't know. I think you guys, who if you haven't watched it, you should try it. Um, the animation is cool. It's all 3D. Um, what do you call it? Uh, what is it called? It was like 2D with like 3D elements in it. The kit, everything in it looks like it's 3D. Well, it's are you, 2D. Wait, are we thinking of the same show? Yeah, we are. I, after watching it and looking at it really closely, because I was wondering why some of the animations seemed a little off on the 2D char characters, and it's because they are actually 3D characters and they look 2D. Uh. With the outlines on it, because I was just watching how like their faces moved um, very uh, stiffly. Like yeah, yeah, when you move, like, when you turn to the side or whatever, you can tell, you know, when you watch, like, anime that's 3D and you can tell, like, wait a minute, when they move their face this way or that way, it it moves too mechanically, I guess you could say, or too, I don't know, it's just a little off for me because I'm used to seeing, like, other 2D stuff, but the worlds are in 3D, um, it's just all... What do you call it when you're when it's 3D but it looks it's made to look like it's 2D animation? 2.5D. There you go, those words. And so <laughs> it's that, and um, it's a cute little. Well, it's not cute. It's it's kind of um, dark, and um, there's like magic portals and and puzzles and crazy like beasts and things that they meet that they have to fight or either learn from. Um, so, I had yeah. some pretty basic questions when they started revealing what was going on. And yeah. once and once I got there, I was like, I don't know that that was worth the journey. It's not yeah. not worth it necessarily, I, but, I, but I don't know that it is because they... Mm, <laughs> It kind of it kind of did what I call uh like a a night Shyamala where it where night Shyamala always has these these movies that are thinking outside the box but the twist is it's actually in the box and that's yeah, what this yeah. was to me it's like oh this is thinking outside the box no you're yeah, in the box the whole they time think that they're, they <sighs> think that they're they're dead or something because they're like where are we why are we you know who are we and then they're like why do we have these powers are we dead like and the, it's like they don't know why they're there and when they realize why they are actually there, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, and it made me think like, about uh, some anime that is kind of based <laughs> on this type of stuff, and I don't watch those. Oh, so. I, I, I do, and it's always lame when that ends up being, if you don't reveal it off the off the rip, it just, I, I don't know. 
it drops the ball for me but you know it was it was interesting until they explained it which is one of my most hated types of bad shows kind of thing where it's like oh man there was so much you could have done you had your whole life your whole world to be anything you wanted and you chose this yeah it's it's you know on google they rated it like a seven out of ten which i give it like a six or seven out of ten it's not like a whole waste of time but it was a, it was a seven a until it tells space. you what's happening like literally yeah, until they explain like, it, it yeah it falls off the cliff then there's like a lot of empty space in the dialogue mm-hmm. um and it kind of makes me think that they tried to do like some um samurai jack ish type of like storytelling but it i don't know it just seemed like they were trying to do things that other people have done better and put them all into one show i don't know i don't know the other show that i've been watching is on hbo max it's called close enough it's done by my favorite guy jg quintel who also did regular show which is one of my i think it's like my favorite animated i guess you could say um recent animated series because it's awesome mm-hmm. um so basically close enough it was originally made for tbs in 2017 but they put it on hold after time warner got b- bought by at&t so um it was released last year on hbo max it's got two um seasons or 16 episodes um and it's about it's an adult animated sitcom so it's like regular show but with all the cursing that you wish was in regular show and all the, <laughs> <laughs> like all the rated r stuff that you wish was in regular show it still has like really cool music that you know goes back to like the 80s and 90s so it's about this guy named josh who um and his wife um emily i think her name is emily oh yeah no i definitely saw that show yeah i watched yeah, it it was actually pretty the, funny yeah it's so good and then so josh and emily oh, live with their friend um Alex and Bridget and then one of my favorite voice actors slash comedians Jason Manzukis is the voice of Alex and he he's also been the voice of like I think he was sad sacks and regular show he's been the voice of a lot of different people for um, are we talking Jay- about the um the the one uh, the guy who lives s- in their closet yeah yeah he's in a ton of stuff he's in um, yes i love him so much he, he's in invincible too recently yes. like he's oh, he's, he in, he's all over the yeah he's all over the oh, place i'm glad you know, because i watched him he's also in the show that i was watching called um no activity that was on i mean CBS. he's all in big access. mouth and he's got a pretty interesting character i'm just saying okay i love jason manzoukas but i can't watch big mouth okay. it just feels wrong okay well well uh he has his own he has a podcast and it's called how did this get me i and listen it, yeah 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 <laughs> and then he also uh highlights um moonlights uh reply all he's and in a couple of reply show, all episodes and, and he's on a show called comedy bang bang which has been around it's another podcast that's been around for like 10 years i think that yeah. one of my, my old co- co-workers got me into i think that's how i found him and he's he's, he's funny he's so funny he's been in so yeah. many shows but he's never been like the lead but i'm good with him just being in a show when he's in it i'm like oh the show is going to be hilarious because he doesn't touch anything that's not funny <laughs> <laughs> no, and also he's very quick on his feet, and I mm-hmm. think that's what really makes some of the top-notch comedians is that they they're just naturally funny. Yeah, I heart Jason Mansukas. That's my homie. Um, if I were ever to meet him, I think I'd go a little bit insane, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah. Why is this so, chick screaming around me? That's wild. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, that's what I've been vibing on. A lot of animation, and it's been good so far. Well, that's what's up. It sounds it sounds like you've been enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, um, my vibes are really quick, so I'll just throw them in, and then Alana can take the mic. Um, I've actually just been vibing on a, a show called Over. I mean, a video game called Overcooked. It's on the Switch. Hmm. It's an online multiplayer game. Um, also has couch your... co-op. Yeah. Yes, it does. Couch. Yeah, uh, I love the couch co-op. Uh, where you and your friends try to complete meals before the time runs out, so you are against the clock. Uh, it has a slight story where you save the kingdom from the unbred, but that's mm-hmm. like totally not the point of the game. The point of the game is where you like fuss and laugh with your friends as like they totally mess up orders, and um, you try to make all these different meals uh, while the stage like explodes or catches on fire or people run through it or your uh, all... or your burners are on a different ship than the rest of no, your kitchen game... so you gotta hop <laughs> yeah. across the game is so frustrating yeah. but so much fun have you ever yeah. tried to play it by yourself though uh so it sucks by in, yourself in, in, yes. like it's borderline impossible it is borderline yeah. impossible i was like no i have to wait till friends come over and like yeah, I think yeah. that's one of the last games i played couch co-op with a group of people so uh for those of you who have never played overcooked by yourself um how it works is it'll uh you'll spawn in with like two cooks and you can control both of them but on you can't controller. control them like yeah on one controller and you can't control them simultaneously it's kind of like you your spirit or whatever hops between each one mm-hmm. um and there's no like autopilot so it's not like you can be like okay chop this and then that's what your little cook does um so it makes games like as you progress and the stages get harder it just makes it impossible to beat the clock yeah. or get enough orders out in time to get enough points to progress in the stage so uh, but it does have online multiplayer where you can like join other people's games or just like okay. make a lobby and then have people join you. Um, but definitely, I think the most fun is either couch co-op or like if you're using Discord or whatever. Um, yeah, because like the comments that yeah, 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 and like the comments that people make is just it's so funny and it's a pretty light and refreshing game. So it's that's what I've been vibing on. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a lot of fun. So I have it for PlayStation 4 and I saw that it was like on sale on, on the Switch, but I was like, I'm not gonna buy it because I need to play it as a couch co-op game. And I mean it's we can play it on Discord. That's how I play with my friends. So okay. if you get it for the Switch, uh we can we can play anytime. I bought it for I think it was twelve dollars and then yeah, one of my friends said stable. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of my friends said she got like two of the DLCs for like two bucks each or something like that. So that's what's um, up. Yeah. Yeah. So get it. It was on sale for the Switch last week. I don't know about this week, but if you're looking for a little bit of lighthearted fun that you and your friends can play, um, I definitely suggest Overcooked. It's a good game. And you will also learn which of your friends don't know the difference between vegetables and meat. 
or left or right. right. <laughs> yeah, left or right, or like who's concerned? Like one of my friends. Like who's keeps... washing these dishes, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my friends was like, my order has to go through first, and I would always get like pushed off because oh, wow. we were both trying to go the same direction. I was just like, wow. dude, one of us has to like. And you could also and let the slam into people and make yes. them drop their shit, and that is the funniest <laughs> thing because so you you never really want to hit someone you know until that happens yeah <laughs> or like you can throw food at people too and then like oh man it's just all sorts of fun chaos like stuff can catch on fire somebody yeah. somebody can, can legitimately have a temper tantrum that means something to everyone else in the room yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Do it. Take your shit. It's over here. Tell me what to do. Right. Oh, and doesn't <laughs> it have start like mice away dishes that show up, like rodents that come in and might like take your food or whatever? Like, isn't that I think that might be overcooked too. <laughs> oh, okay. I think. That's uh, cool. Yeah. So I'm playing overcooked too, and I haven't gotten. We've gotten fairly far. Uh, we're, we're about to, I think, actually go fight the unbred. <laughs> um, nothing has taken our food yet. The hardest, the hardest thing that we've had to do is um, the stage kept catching on fire, and that was really annoying because we had to have one person just like run around with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, you can't... it's like four people playing together like i it's not two people is also like really cutting it close you can do it you can do it but like your coordination you has to be point. like on point yeah yeah. Really, yeah yeah i tried yeah with two people and i was like no i need more people like i need everybody to be on point and and even with multiple <laughs> people it's still like ah What's going well, on? <laughs> like with, with overcooked especially when you have fewer people you have to take it like final fantasy 14 raid boss seriously and <laughs> yes. i'm like bruh i kind of need some wiggle room on this yeah. yeah yeah but it's so much fun it's a really fun game yeah. yeah it's it's hilarious like uh the main one that i play with um my friend cat we've been <laughs> playing video games together since like oh my god almost kindergarten Aww. and so like we totally know each other's vibes so it's just like all right you stay on that side of the room i'm gonna do this and then this yeah. is our game plan and we execute it and so we've been able to pass some really hard stages yes just because we're so in sync with each other but that um, that matters yeah but like my sister who's not necessarily a gamer she plays in uh the hilarity that happens <laughs> like it's just so much fun i've really enjoyed it so Anytime y'all want to play, man, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alana, what are your vibes? Okay, so um, on the, I'm going to go ahead and pump the itscreativeoverdose.com website. I am back, <laughs> I am back to working on my, on the blog there. It's, it's been paused because uh, I've, I want to finish the witcher review but watching the witcher causes me physical damage and <laughs> and i realized that i couldn't really continue because i've forgotten most everything that happened as my brain wipes things from it that de that deals damage mm. so um i had to rewatch the first four episodes of which i thought i'd watched five but no it turned mm. out that uh the hell just made it feel like i had been there longer and 
and that show is so fucking unwatchable from like a, a storytelling perspective. I don't understand why people like it so much. I don't get it. The only thing that I can assume is that what's happening is people who play the game are filling in the blanks like automatically oh. and they don't realize that the, the the story as a separate entity is completely fucked. Oh, it's so rough. It is so. It is because of Alana's review on the it the is website. and like and, and it's funny because watching. Have it you is, played the game? I've been, played the game. I just haven't watched the show. Yeah, okay. don't. It's not good. And yeah. and I, I get it. Like I think they did an amazing job with casting. I think the music yes. is good, but it's not as good as the game. But I like it's still the set good. pieces. They they have interesting set pieces, but damn it, it sometimes pretty. their sometimes their CG just goes from yeah okay to oh my god, is this a TV <laughs> show or like am I in the nineties? Hello, it's weird. Oh, wow. But um, I like I just. It literally stuff happens and you're just bereft of comment. I'm like, the plot forms around sentences and that's not how this works. It's like the, <laughs> these characters are like, we're in a romance. I'm like, since when? But our romance is forbidden. Since when? We have to, we have to go apart. Since when? And then it's like, ah, in the next scene, they're, they're like, okay, are you invested in this romance we just told you about? No, but okay, they're in love. Well, they're betraying each other. So I don't care, but they love each other. So I do in one episode. I'm like, what? We've uh, had three episodes yeah. with these folks. Why are you just now telling me that there's a romance between them, but then you break them up in the same episode? Like, hello? Hello? Uh, hi? <laughs> it's so weird. I, I fucking Aww. hate that show and everything about it. I, like, I, it does do physical damage to me. I take real damage, but I promise. Because, see, I get sick and tired of people fucking doing this shit to me. Where they do not take me seriously. Where I tell someone, this is bad and here is why. I am watching this fool put salt in instead of sugar to bake this cake. I'm telling you, this is not oh how someone God. does it. They don't know what they're doing. And everybody goes, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. If you just kept watching, it would get better. And the only result of that is that it's infinitely worse than I thought it was at best. It's like, I, I I I just don't know what to tell people because I'm like, but you're you're you enjoyed it and that's cool. But do you see what I am saying? Like, does anyone read or listen to me when I talk? Because I'm telling I you, do. this is why it is fucking bad. The Witcher is fucking bad. It's poorly written. So if you're if you're going in to listen to to watch it to get something like um sense or a well told story, <laughs> get fucked. But if you just want to see Henry Cavill look like Gerald, if you want to see set pieces, if you want to see things happen with no connection to each other and some of the most wonky character development I have ever seen and confusing motherfucking choices, well, this is your goddamn show. Fuck. Wow. Anyway, wow. um. I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. It is somehow like WandaVision. I don't really care about Wanda or Vision. I don't care about Falcon or the Winter Soldier. I do think Winter Soldier's got that. He was cuter with the long hair, but he's got that cool metal arm. And that's about the full extent of my interest. The WandaVision at least had a gimmick to kind of help it help you get through the first few episodes. Falcon and Winter Soldier does not. And it suffers because of that, because all the writing fuck-ups that WandaVision has are here from the beginning. So um, this is just bad and getting worse. I will mm. say that I feel like um, Marvel's problem out the gate, like this new Phase 4, or whatever fucking phase we're in, um, this new Phase 4 part, mm -hmm. it, 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 the kickoff is messed up. Because they are depending on our understanding of what things were like during the blip, the that five years 
that five-year gap mm-hmm. and and we don't have an understanding because the movie implied, well, shit's bad. Um, everything blew up. Half of the world's population disappeared. Oh, no, what's going on? Every, everything's in confusion and chaos, and we're all trying to scramble to get shit together. And I would argue you'd need 10 years to get on your feet after that. Like, just the just to get things to where people can live, period, would be like five years. 10 years would be getting a, some sort of government back sort of so mm-hmm. to me but i i can accept that in five years they got something together i mean you got enough superheroes with enough super resources that it could happen however they were like oh shit's bad you like in the movie you see like uh, barges up against the shore like shit's abandoned and even like <laughs> when um when ant-man was walking through the streets everything was just shit so i'm like okay so stuff's yeah. bad but then the show but then winter soldier goes ah but it was so great we're willing to create acts of terrorism to put it back the way it was and i'm like so i like you didn't <laughs> clarify what the actual situation was but you're relying on my knowledge of that situation to then uh, condemn or or feel something for the back guy i don't i'm confused so because they didn't do that and even wandavision depended on the, the blip for like a lot of its story points i'm like but you realize that five years have passed like why is it that like wanda's looking for vision after five years but no, they're no, just no, no, now no, no. working WandaVision- on him no, WandaVision was a, a couple of months um, after... after. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, do you remember when she went to go find Vision? When she went to go find his body, they were still yeah. working on it. It's been five fucking years. How are you still drilling on this man? No, man. I feel like uh, WandaVision was supposedly set several months after um... everybody informed. Correct. But that that is that. But that uh, the the uh, sword building that she went into. It literally had been there the whole five years operating. That was the point. Rambo and everybody else had been gone. They had been holding things down while everyone was gone. And she went back into the new sword looking for Vision. And he's like, well, he's down there. For whatever reason, he had a fucking open window to the, the Vision surgery room. Just the top secret thing that you could just casually look at during an employee review. What the fuck ever. But it's like, why are you still working on that after five years? How is that the case? what so they just kind of paused everybody for five years but then also implied that everybody was doing something for five years and i'm like which is it so i think everyone is telling a different story and because of that it's all about to be crazy fucked um i looked at the new trailer for black widow it looks better than the old one because the old one to me was too (laughs) and i was like get the fuck out of here i just i did i didn't like the kind of like we're a family of assassins (laughs) i can't wait to get back here with my girls and i was like fuck off because everything about her as a as a character as it's been built is more like my life is serious and everything was fucking terrible and i was pushed up against the wall and licked on my inner ear everything is terrible and bad but now i have a ray of hope with my new family and then she gets a solo movie and it's like i'm your dad it's like hey sis what you doing we're just chilling let's have pancakes what is this what the fuck is this so you know that aside um i watched cobra kai i watched season one of cobra kai and some of season two because everybody was like watch this thing and i was like okay and look if you're looking for nostalgia hit up cobra kai if you're looking for 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 like for like sense i don't know um the the it's not, it's <laughs> not, it doesn't make a lot of sense it's not it's not as bad as other things like it's nowhere near witcher i mean i understand why characters are doing things i just don't think 
that that would happen but it's like mm-hmm. eh, it's fine i can suspend my disbelief for this but it's sort of if a lot of the moments feel like the script told me to say this rather than the character wanted to say this type of deal like ah uh, it is now time for the part of the script where this occurs and then daniel san gets to make this moment happen and it just feels all contrived but worse than that this essentially is the most pathetic fucking show i've ever seen because it is two grown men who have years years have gone by since their feud over a girl in high school they all have children and their own lives and they are using other kids to have a karate feud about a girl neither of them ended up with why I, I, what, for what to prove what it's like oh i'm sick of this guy i'm like but you're married you have children you have a successful business you have a life you've moved the fuck on and you would think at least mr miyagi's teachings would have gotten to you enough in the years that have passed for you to become enough of an adult to realize that it doesn't fucking matter that this loser and his shitty car mean nothing to you just like let it go let it the fuck go but nope not daniel son he made my life miserable and then you kicked him in the fucking face like i feel like the vengeance has gotten like move on you're an adult anyway (laughs) you um, kicked he kicked him in the nuts uh, who are we talking about in the final battle yeah in that fight he kicked him below the belt oh yeah no he did kick him below the belt i'm talking about like daniel won the fight he kicked him in the face won the tournament like you won yeah fuck off it's like you talk I mean, shit like, to people in league of legends but then after you win you get to talk your shit and leave you've made your point everybody just disperse yeah. um yeah, yeah, yeah. i i watched sure. uh coded bias which was a very interesting thing um i did tiny I did little too. i did little pepe dances because finally somebody was saying the thing that i've been saying since i'm not kidding since i was a child which is computers are fucking stupid everybody stop acting like skynet's a thing i computers can't find files i'm looking at on it i i don't believe that a sentient computer will ever happen ever not the way we're building them a computer That's that is Netflix, coded to be a it's piece of shit it yeah. is um it's, so is so cobra kai um it's like it, it's like you can code a machine to pretend to be a human but the idea the turing test pisses me off because i'm like you're telling me that the that your idea of whether or not a computer is successful at pretending to be a human is if it can fool a human do you realize how easy it is to fool a fucking human right what that's not a test yeah. it just it was really i well it was really eye-opening as far as like the surveillance and stuff where you yeah know, it like, was it was talking but basically the, the show like... the show wasn't about how fucky ai is necessarily as like a growing thing it was more about how the people coding it are like the only thing that algorithms are going to do is replicate the data that is formed but if everyone's being racist in the data well mm-hmm. <laughs> So that is just gonna do like the what did it say about like the Twitter bot that um yeah it learned to be racist in like an hour it was like hey it's gonna interact (laughs) with people on Twitter and it's gonna and it's gonna learn oh oh no shut it down shut it down watch Coded Bias it's it's on Netflix stuff it's really good it's like an hour and a half uh, documentary and it it's it's so funny how they said oh um china is worse and it's like no china's just being transparent about yeah, yeah, yeah about what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're using it differently they're using it yeah. to like control their society but we're using it to control through selling them shit yeah and spying on people yeah <laughs> um, i don't think it would be anything that i don't already know 
Like I, it was, I mean, so it's many. good though. It's kind of like I I want you to watch it though. It was it was it's, <laughs> for me. It was well. I thought it was interesting the way that these that these people came about the knowledge that they have, and yeah. and and the reasoning that they have for doing what they're doing and what they're actively doing about it. So. Yeah. Um, like the more depressing part of the, of it for me was at the end when they're like Amazon agreed to pause their testing for a year and I look at the date that that happened I look at the date on the calendar I'm like so they got like four days until they can start yeah. back to doing their shit but yeah. anyway um yeah it was it was an interesting watch like it wasn't anything I didn't already know because some of the the events they covered I remember happening in real time like the thing in in the UK where uh, a guy was like uh black people kept on getting uh you know yeah. stop and frisk because the id system I was would just not aware that there would was just that find them. i didn't yeah. know that was happening because yeah, of I, camera I, surveillance. Yeah, I, saw I didn't that. realize that and then the guy who even got stopped because he covered his face he as he walked face. past it and it was like i just want to cover my face it's my human right to do what i want and they're like oh well if anybody were to pass in front of uh, the camera and cover their face i would ask them like i would confront them that's what the police officer said the only um the only thing that I know is different besides the fact that like, um, I mean, it sucks that they are racially profiling people is it's a good thing that British um, police officers don't are not allowed to carry guns <laughs> um, because it would be it would end up in a much like a much worse situation i feel if they were allowed to carry guns. Yeah, um, it was Did you did you guys see uh so some dude had like a full on fucking alien outfit and um at like two, three o'clock in the morning would mm -hmm. leave his house or his flat and like wandered around the streets and looked no. like he was trying to like harass cars and people and what? stuff. And the cops saw him on camera, did not show up. They were like, nah, man, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not fucking with that shit. What? <laughs> yeah. Because like, it was like, uh, it was way back when the camera systems were first installed. Mm -hmm. And like the uh, cops would show up for over any little thing that was caught on camera. So this one guy um, went and was, uh, what is that called? Civil disobedience. Mm -hmm. And he just like dressed up in a full on fucking creepy ass alien costume and walked around at like two in the morning. And he, it sounds like he fun. sold it. He sold it. Like when I saw it, I was like, "Oh, oh I was like, oh, <laughs> did that it freak you that. out?" That's yeah, awesome. I was like, it, it, the way he like walked, he would like uh, get real low and like hiss and like yell and like it was good. That I mean, awesome. I mean, was, for, he I wouldn't have gone out there either, but uh, yeah, like yeah, like coded bias is just more about the way that the algorithms and stuff look and the possible future of just automating everything. Which I feel like we have enough media to say that that automating everything is a fucking stupid idea. Human error is going to be present no matter what, because human error is present in computers, which are not perfect because we program them and they make mistakes. Um, yeah. People are like, and also we don't like, go ahead. They were like, we don't want everything automated um, because, you know, you sometimes need the human element to show mercy. And I'm like, you don't want everything automated because sometimes the computer is fucking stupid and it mm -hmm. thinks, oh, well, this too. Oh, well, this too. And it and it does the wrong thing because it you didn't think of the stupid thing it would think is falls within your parameters, you know. So I'm yeah. like, I, 
it was but it was good to see that i am not the only person that somebody with a degree and who cares enough to like do something about it is is fighting the good fight because i don't i don't give a flippity fuck uh like i don't yeah. care enough to go to congress about it i i i should i don't I just it was just it was good though because she was like um the so it starts out like the girl who she's very she's got she's highly melanated she's got gorgeous dark skin and I'm hashtag jealous. And so like she was showing that AI didn't recognize her face because A, she's a, a black woman. Oh, A, because she's black and B, she's a woman. Like the people that they were recognized the most were white males. And because so, that's what they've been programmed with. They just didn't put in data for other people. And it's like, what? Yep. <laughs> and, then, and then it highlighted like how like um, there were some politicians that were profiled as criminals just because it ran through the computer and the computer was like, this is these are criminals. And they were actually like politicians, but it was just matching them with, to with, faith that they thought were criminals. Yeah, it was matching them with known felons. And it was just like, yeah, yeah felon. It's like, no, that's just that's a congressman. Come on. Yeah. I mean, is, is, he, is he a villain? Probably is does he break the law? Probably, but yeah, you don't have him in your debt. This is this is this, this is a yeah. this is a mismatch. Yeah, he um, may have done worse things, but he didn't get and, caught. And, it, like and it's lack of accuracy is another problem on top of everything yeah, else. Yes. Um it's just inaccurate and it's bad. But that yeah. aside, it's a good watch. I'd I'd give it a recommend. Um mm -hmm. I watched Godzilla versus Kong. It was a movie, there was a fight. Godzilla won <laughs> as I knew he would. It's not a spoiler because he's a radioactive fucking uh, lizard. She? She? Isn't that, Godzilla no, Godzilla is a he, but in certain films, uh, in the 2001, it, uh, he was asexual because he was able to fertilize his own eggs. So I guess he was more like a seahorse. Um, but yeah. that's, it's definitely a, a guy. Um, yeah, it, like Japan even did a Father's Day thing for Godzilla and his son, oh. Godzilla Jr. It's, <laughs> it's definitely, Godzilla's traditionally a, a male. Like if that, if they've changed something in the lore that I don't know on Godzilla.com, I don't know if that's a real website, maybe it should be. But, it probably but, it, but it's, but Godzilla it. is traditionally definitely male. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know where he got his son from because they never really specified Mrs. Godzilla, but I do recall there were some <laughs> ads way back in the day that had like a Godzilla with a pink bow because that's how you denote a female. Um, yeah, like Miss Packing. Uh, I also finished <laughs> season two of Solar Opposites, which I have to say. Oh, I haven't watched that. So, so like, what do you think? strangely, it was fine, but I actually really <laughs> liked the terrarium parts better this time i was like oh, i kind of really? just want to watch i kind of just want to see what happens in this fuck ass terrarium I'm like can we those go back those people are crazy i love it okay I, so I, but I, they didn't did they highlight it more or you want them to it highlight was, it i want them to highlight it more oh. they did highlight it more and i want them to highlight it more like i'm mm -hmm. interested to see what happens next basically put it that way like they kind yeah, of ended the aliens aren't that interesting it's the people that are in the terrarium, yeah, in the terrarium that are the most interesting and i just love it when occasionally the camera faces the other way and you can see into the room yes <laughs> just some bullshit going on or they oh. had like a full-on sex scene with the pupa just staring in just i am gonna watch that this weekend i was saving it i was like okay i need to finish my other tunes before i start solar opposites and then i want to start harley quinn after like if that. you if That's you aren't if you are familiar with solar opposites or what the terrarium is um it is basically uh it's basically that solar opposites is kind of like a rick and morty sideshow type of deal and the characters just are what they are, but um, they're they're goofy hijinks ones. But the youngest one, um, I think his name is Remulon or something like that. Anyway, the, yeah. one of the, the young boy, 
like type alien character he um he has a shrink ray and he'll just shrink people for no particular reason he'll just do whatever the fuck he wants and his sister tries to be the like the morality like come on don't do that but she doesn't try Mm -hmm. super hard she's kind of mildly tries but basically he shrinks people and he puts them in this terrarium that's the size of like a wall like a 10-foot wall and and it's hidden behind his wall so it's like a secret panel and he just dumps them in there but when he does they have nothing to survive they have nothing to survive on except the stuff that's in their pockets which is shrunk down with them or should he pick them up with like a piece of candy or something that'll pretty much feed everybody like the guy for a month. Who didn't have like he had diabetes and he yeah. had to he had to oh eat an M&M. He had to eat, he, all he had to eat was, so was one real. M&M. And then his son went on like a rampage to the mafia trying to get him some insulin. And it's just yes. like, it's it's like it's like stuff like that. So the, the really the appeal of the terrarium is it's literally every serious action movie that ever existed in the 90s stitched together. But mm-hmm. because it's over things like, you know, like you're going to have that, um, you're, you're gonna have that the fugitive runaway scene where like the uh where the where you know the harrison ford character is going to get ready to jump and everybody it's like but it's on a fortune cookie you know you got yes, you've yes, got these really yes. serious moments but the backdrop is oh everything is tiny and and, and the it's worst like, um, leslie Niels is that what's, what's his name is that his name Les naked gun the guy who did naked yeah, gun Leslie is Nielsen, it- yeah yes it's like that that's how i think about it because it's it's like super ridiculous well it's super ridiculous but it's played straight like the characters are taking it seriously it's not played goofy it's just the things that are happening (laughs) are goofy so it's like one guy is like oh man i'm going out and pass out milk to all my neighbors but he's milking his mouse you know it's Mm -hmm. just like it's stuff like that where you're like what the fuck yo i got really teary-eyed when he had to leave him behind yeah so it's like (laughs) like there are these really impactful well-written story moments but it's around dumb shit you know and then the yeah. guns are just yeah. like um was, was they it need uh, to, a, uh, you're right they need to highlight the terrarium maybe yeah. they just need to make like a new i mean they show. did they did they like i think the final episode was only terrarium but it, i just wanted to know Ooh. more about it i was just like i want to go back though like what happens after that maybe season three maybe in like season three they did come show. they did say they were going to do it well they were at least going to have a holiday special so okay. <laughs> which which was funny but anyway those are my vibes that's what i've been up to um moving right along on the chug away train i mean some good vibes yeah man um did you just choo choo i went whoop whoop i don't know what i did it was like a it was like a little train train whistle it was a train noise train noise i don't remember what i did okay all right guys so in the animation news world um we got some pretty interesting stories on my end do you guys have any interesting stories in animation or entertainment i i I have a couple what oh Oh, that well, I just, I just, there's so much talking. Now everybody's going to think I'm, oh, a, I'll I'm go. a mic nope, hog. Good. I got it. I got it on. You <laughs> have a long break. So <laughs> maybe, you'll, maybe I you'll may knock out some of my quote unquote stories. Yeah. I may, I may highlight some of the things that you may want to go over. I don't know. Um, I hope not. I want you to have some news. Um, so this is news in the um, animation um executive like world or whatever uh there it so there's a new lead for the 20th 
television animation, which I don't know if you guys, you guys probably know, like 20th Century Fox is no longer that. It's called 20th Television. Why? And, <laughs> I don't know what Why that's Why not about, just call yeah. it 21st Century Fox? Just future-proof yourself, you know? Just get yeah. up to date. Well, Disney, you know, they they bought Fox, right? I believe. Yeah, a while ago. What happened? Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so, uh, Disney Television Studios has named studio veteran uh, Marcy Proietto as head of its newly formed production unit it devoted entirely to developing, growing, and maintaining its huge library of animated hits. Um, and it's named 20th Television Animation. Um, this, the unit already has 11 series in productions, which include Koala Man, Solar Opposites, The Great, the Great North, Central Park, The Prince, and also it oversees uh, Family Guy, American Dad, Bob's Burgers, and The Simpsons. Okay. So, mm-hmm. So all those guys are on all in the same family. Um, so it's pretty cool, you know, got a female in charge of that whole situation. Yeah, I think well, that didn't work out so great for Wonder Woman 84. So let's see. Let's see what oh, happens. God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but she's the Simpsons. Them. I'm sorry. The Simpsons is like that show that's never going to end. It's never going to end. It's going to be around as long as Matt is around. I'm going to be I honest. Like. I think The Simpsons is a show that's going to very suddenly end. It's like, it's going to just go really? and go and go. And then one day it's just going to be like, and this is the last episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're, it might like surprise you. Yeah. Like, well, guys, this is it. And you're like, wait, and mm. I never watched it. So I'm okay. Um, it, yeah, uh, I don't watch the, the official. Either. The official consensus is that after season nine, give up. Before that, it's actually quite good. Season nine I wasn't is where allowed to everybody watch it when it was in its heyday. Like my parents were like, "It's adult animation. You can't watch it." So I, uh, my mom didn't care. <laughs> didn't watch it. I, I but, watched um, it all through childhood and played the games. I remember the games for Nintendo. They were hard yeah, as shit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Marcy Bart's nightmare, Proyetto, unwinnable. <laughs> Marcy Proyetto has worked on 2,440 episodes of 22 animated television series in her 29 years at the studio. So that's that's pretty daggone awesome. Um, that is a big number of things to have done. Uh, 29 years is a long time. It's almost my whole life. Yeah, um, but I mean... <laughs> I, I I agree that there is a level of prof- like there is a level of skill that she will have even just accidentally acquired having done something that long. However, I've also seen people do things incorrectly their entire lives. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I will just sit That's back true. and observe. Yeah, for you uh, DVD lovers out there and Blu-ray people who can't get away from physical things um if you like star trek lower decks you will be able to purchase the blu-ray and dvd um and limited edition steelbook of star trek lower deck season one on may 18th um the limited edition steelbook will also include two hours of special features including lower dictionary shorts and hiding in plain sight that addresses the burning question what's up with the easter eggs so um hold on pause did you say deck chinary mm-hmm. like like lower deck okay mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure that's yeah. pretty clever i like that i mean that's that's all that's on par with the type of humor that you're gonna get from lower decks yeah it's so good please <laughs> watch so, it. yeah it, it's quite it's um, quite it's on, good 
it's on um now it's called paramount plus but it was when i was watching it cbs all access same difference you know? i'll piggyback off of that and say season two comes out august 12th oh god i have to wait that long yeah it's a while but at least Dang. it's coming out because i didn't think that means, it was... yeah i'm okay yeah because usually right side. yeah usually this type of show of this type of quality just gets canceled because fuck you yeah a lot. Yeah. Do you have any uh, Rick and Morty news? Because I might have Rick and Morty news. Uh, nothing other than they declared that they're doing a multiverse holiday with a season five premiere. Yeah. Did you guys get a chance to see the new uh, trailer? It came out on March 30th. Um, yeah, but I mostly allowed it to slip out of my brain because I just want to experience the episodes as they come. I don't, I don't want to expect anything. I just, <laughs> just want to. I just want to have golden moments like slut, but, you know, fresh. Yeah. So Adult Swim has designated June 20th as Rick and Morty Day, um, an event that is to be celebrated globally. Okay. Um, nice. On that day, fans will be treated to a mega dose of access and content of all things Rick and Morty, including behind the scenes footage, sneak peeks and some special surprises that will be broadcast and shared via social media. So, yeah, like a new season? Yeah, that's when the new season's supposed to happen. Season 5 is supposed to be it's, it's coming to, to Cartoon Network's Adult Swim on June 20th. Yeah, so I can I can stop telling them that they need to get their shit together, stop making other shows yeah, and make season 5. And now that's- I can tell them to get their shit together and stop doing other stuff and make season 6. Yeah, it's going to be 10 30-minute episodes for season 5. Um, and during the, the whole pandemic, there were, uh, two special anime episodes of Rick and Morty that aired, um, that were authorized and attached to Adult Swim. And last March, Adult Swim shared a five minute Rick and Morty short called Samurai and Shogun created by Japanese studio Dean Digital. And then it was followed up by, uh, another episode in August called Rick and Morty versus Genocider. So if you guys are <laughs> haven't had a chance to watch any of those, you know, you can watch them in between time uh for the new season to start in June. Uh but yeah, so that's great news. Yay, finally. <laughs> finally, because we've been waiting long enough. We have been waiting. Um <laughs> Danny McBride, you guys know that guy, the the guy who's from Eastbound and Down with the curly hair. Have you guys seen Eastbound and Down or any? What else the most here? I know about that is that Archer loves it. Okay, so Tropic Thunder, the guy who's in charge of the explosives. Okay, Tropic. yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy. All right, mm-hmm. cool. I had to think, I'm like, what else? He's in a lot of stuff, yeah, but he he's like also like a side kind of character, but he's so yeah, yeah. funny. Um, so Danny McBride and Spire, Spire Animation are getting into quote-unquote trouble. Um, the Eastbound and Down actor and studio CCO are co-creating a new feature about a 13-year-old kid whose bad behavior lands him in the actual world of trouble. Um, so it's going to be called Trouble. It's a new animated feature that's now in pre-production, and it's based on an original story created or co-created by Danny McBride um, and the Spire co-founder and CCO Brad Lewis, who worked on Ratatouille, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and the Lego Batman movie. Um, and this is going to be not in series, but an, anima- an animated feature film. And it's going to be executively produced by 
Spires PJ Goonsigar, along with Roughhouse Pictures Brandon James, and written by Kevin Barnett and Chris Papas, who worked on The Wrong Missy, The Do Over, and Booze Buddies. Um, I watched The Wrong Missy um, with David Spade on Netflix. It was all right. Um, it wasn't that great. Um, the Do Over. I don't. That was an Adam Sandler movie. It well, was all right. Then, if you've seen a Adam Sandler movie, then you've seen that movie. I don't know. Um, you don't mess with the Zohan is like one of my favorites, and that mm-hmm. is not like any other Adam Sandler I mean, movie. He has some outliers, but there's a difference between a movie with Adam Sandler in it and an Adam yeah. Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think the Do Over it. I don't think I ever watched that one. I don't think I was compelled to watch it. And I like Adam Sandler just because he does what he wants and he has his group of homies that he always makes movies with. And I just think it's fun to watch them do random I, stuff. I would think that that would be fun, except things like Monster Hunter result from people just hanging out and doing what yeah, they yeah, want. That's so. a married couple. That's a married couple. How right? is it different? Like, so. It's just a bunch of people <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> I'm just saying like I know it's not good I know it's a dumpster fire but I, I I do love those movies man it's just like it's I enjoy it because it's so bad yeah there you go but, and then the Adam Sandler movies are the same they're not great they're just they're you know silly anything. ass movies <laughs> they're just, they're just silly ass movies he's spending money because he can because yeah. he works hard for it but i'd say at the very least you know that going in whereas things like we're gonna take the monster hunter franchise and just fuck it it's like why don't you just make your own story like at least adam (laughs) sandler makes up his own stupid story and it's like hey aliens like well he did fuck with um oh what was that movie they did with all the video game characters invaded Uh... earth I can't remember. Yeah, it's completely fucking forgettable. Point being, though, they didn't really... Uh, the video game movie? Yeah, yeah. Like the... A player one? No. no. Ready Player no, no, no. One is a different thing. It was, um... Oh, Mm. Pixel? I'll, look, I'll look it up. Pixels? I think it was Pixels. Pixels. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, not I mean, again the best, yeah. but it was. Listen, definitely <laughs> nobody's arguing it whether or not it was enjoyable by a person on planet Earth. I will say yeah, that no matter what the movie said, is, it's enjoyable by someone. That's not my statement ever. My statement <laughs> is this is fucking stupid. I, I I don't think they destroyed any characters in it. I mean, it was weird, but um, it was. But it's like it didn't really destroy the franchise if you enjoyed pac-man look there's a pac-man cool um if you enjoyed monster hunter get shit on <laughs> oh wow 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 well, let me bring like it that, back to like, the, let me bring it back <laughs> let me like, bring it back to the, the topic um, at hand yeah. i haven't i haven't watched the movie yet i, I want to watch it soon uh i'll see if i can actually wrangle that movie for me this evening so i can watch it you're gonna do <laughs> monster hunter Huh? You're gonna watch Monster Hunter? I wanna. I want. I really wanna like actively watch Monster Hunter because like, I like I I I tend to enjoy movies that are so bad just because they're terrible. I mean, like I like '80s like 
cult or popcorn. Oh, I-, I mean, for heaven's sakes, I love the movie Cats, the one, the new one with uh, Judy Dench. You mean I love the new movie. one where people look like really weird? Yes, animals? I love that no, movie. I, didn't, I love that I didn't movie. Submit myself to that at all? Mm-mm. No, it is so bad and so weird. And it released a butthole just, cut. It, <laughs> I was it like, it's freak. Flag. I was freaked out by the size of the cats. I'm like, my cats aren't that small. Yeah, oh, they were. They, they were. They were both teeny so, tiny and enormous and human sized. Because yeah. it just changes yeah. per scene because whatever. It's, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like in the beginning of the movie, they're like cat size, and then towards the end of the movie, they're like human size. It makes no sense. It doesn't matter. It's not what you're there for. Like it's just so fucking crazy. <laughs> I just love matter. the shit out of that movie. I really do. Oh my god, that's funny. Well. Um, back to this trouble show that's our movie that's coming out. It's based on Jax, a 13 year old who gets in trouble because of his bad behavior towards his family. And he ends up in a parallel reality called the world of trouble. Um, it's a bizarre and fantastic world and he has to figure out how to get out of trouble and get back home. Um, he meets, I don't know uh, how I feel about that being so on the nose, but okay. Well, he meets friends, and then he ends up going. He has to escape the scariest place of all, Big Trouble. So, is this? A I mean, it's like it's be a... Did I miss that? Is it? Is this a kid it's show? A, it's it's a. It has to be okay because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. After describing it, it sounds like it's it sounds like a kid show because it it could be like and it's a, not a show. It's a movie. It's uh, a feature animation. Okay. Yeah. Because so you don't have to worry about episodes. Because like <laughs> if it's a kid show, then that's fine. Like I don't mind that kind of naming scheme. But for anything meant to adult, I'm like we could be more clever than that, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Let's see what else. Oh. Warner Media is reviving um, Hanna Barbera as a television animation brand. Um, it's now uh, what was it was the Cartoon Network Studios Europe. It is now the Hanna Barbera Studios Europe. Um, the president of Warner Brothers Animation and Cartoon Network Studios um, and the head of Kids EMEA will serve as co-leaders of the of the London-based studios. They are currently working on the series Elliot from Earth, The Heroic Quest of the Valiant Prince Ivando, and a feature film, The Amazing World of Gumball movie, which I heart The Amazing World of Gumball. It's such a silly I heart Gumball film. so hard, and I want to be Nicole when I grow up. What? <laughs> she is so... Mm, love her. Um, she is... If I was a mom, that's who... Yeah, oh, yeah. It, dude... Dude, you That's don't even what understand. I am as an aunt, actually, like, so. like the level of of power she commands is greater than any superhero or villain I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That time Richard put, stiffened his nipples and went at her, and he was like, "Woman, do you hear me talking to you?" And she turned around, and everything on the shelves forward just got blasted. She just looked at that man, and his nipples just went bleep bleep. Go once yep. back to the car. I never get to do nothing. I know. <laughs> she didn't say I one know. word to him. He was like, Woman, do you hear me? I want candy. We're gonna put candy in the car. We're gonna buy some. She just turned around and looked at him, man. That 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 was amazing. I was like, oof, that's the kind of power you need. This it is this is it what is. should be taught in schools to young women. That that's what that's it. Just just right. this. Like, do you know how much power you hold? Yeah, man, fuck home egg, all right? Whoever's gonna cook is gonna cook. That ain't the point. There's YouTube channels if you need to know. This. Yep. This cannot yep. just be found on the interweb. Someone must teach you this power. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. I love it. Even when she goes to like the grocery store and how she talks to people. At the <laughs> store. Oh, it's so good. It makes me feel so wonderful inside. Um, so yeah, that's a big deal for Hanna Barbera to be making a comeback. Can, can I, can I say this about Hanna Barbera? Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, oftentimes I feel like I am someone who is living in a house and I look out the window and I see the neighbor and they have like a puppet show, but their puppet is a corpse and I'm looking at it and I'm going, I see that you're playing with it, but don't you think you should get something new? And they just don't. And so I leave them alone because it's their business and people seem to enjoy it. But then I come back and the corpse is just as rotted as it ever was, but now it's got on a new dress. And I squint and I go, okay, I guess that'll bring new people to the show. And then I'll look again and they will have added a little hat. And I go, ah. Uh, Okay, uh, that's what you want to do. So I, I, I like the like Hanna Barbera cartoons as much as the next person. I, I think it's fine. Can we stop dragging the Flintstones from where they are, where that show is set to now? Like, let it go. Oh yeah, I don't think just... they're going to be bringing back the tunes that were made. I think what they're just doing is making Hanna Barbera a, a brand again because yeah, it man, but you, so if you think that they're going to make it a brand again without bringing without any bringing of the that shit that make it a brand you are a cuckoo yeah. person they are going to be like um, look at the flintstone look at the look at dirty quest it's all the greatest then i'm like fuck off just put it on a dvd set sell it and then move on just move I'm on. totally fine if they bring back some Johnny Quest. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I am okay with them taking Johnny Quest, putting it in the trash can where it belongs, and just playing Venture oh, Brothers. Wow! Wow! Just wow. play Venture Brothers. That is the appropriate wow. version of that. It is, uh, like those like those cartoons are a product of their era. This the Flintstones, mm-hmm. pretty fun. Um, like Jetsons, eh, give or take, it's kind of like a spoof on better uh family comedies. But Johnny Quest was just the it was the same as as uh Captain Planet. It was the same. It was the same cartoon lesson of the week. Those, they, well, I, mean, I mean, enjoyable. I sure, enjoyed they just yes, they just didn't do anything <laughs> different than everybody else. Like other shows had a kind of an identity. Even Scooby Doo, as repetitive as it fucking was, had its own identity. That, yeah, that show just. Scooby-Doo. Other than being set in a jungle, was just I was the annoyed same. by a pup named not a pup named Scooby Doo, but Scrappy Doo. Yeah, Scra- nobody likes Scrappy Doo. Like that's no, why he no, got dissed no. in the Scrappy movie. Scrappy Doo can be erased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, "I've been the villain the whole time," and they were like, "Kill him." And I was like, "This is acceptable to me." <laughs> Finding out the villain was Scrappy Doo. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like I, I just um, I just say if you want to update Johnny Quest, just make it Venture Brothers, make it official. Just you know, like, welcome into the Hanna Barbera lineup, and just I, you just want Venture Brothers to come uh, back. That, which I agree. Yes, it needs to come back most definitely. But I, I will also yeah. copy and paste it in History and Time over Johnny Quest in my heart. But oh wow, okay, you do that. <laughs> I, I shall. Um, did anybody have any Deadpool news? No, nope. because there's Deadpool. Hmm? No, I, I got nothing. All right. Well, did you say yes or no, Alana? I said no, not for Deadpool. Okay, got you. So Deadpool is, it might be an animated series. Okay. Um, I mean, this has happened once before. Yeah, it was supposed to happen like in 2017, right? So um, it's Deadpool is apparently like one of the Marvel's favorite fans, Marvel, uh, their favorite characters or whatever, or whatever, I don't know. Um, And it moved... The movies were over at Fox. Now the rights for the character have returned to Disney. 
Um, and you've seen, uh, you could expect to see Deadpool in various movies down the line, um, including, you know, Deadpool 3 that's already in the works. I'm already unexcited um, for that. And on top of that, <laughs> um, a new report claims that Disney is also considering a Deadpool animated series that would also have Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds play Deadpool um, voiceover. Um, but it will not be coming to Disney Plus like other Marvel shows. Oh my uh, God! Disney plans <laughs> Disney plans to work on more adult uh, animation and expand its adult uh, animation library. Uh, and uh, so, Deadline has reported that Disney Television Studios is doubling down on adult animation. And uh, so, go for it. Huh? Like, go for it. Yeah, it's doubling down on adult animation, and um, it's going to be launching a new division that's going to oversee its adult animation projects, and that's the 20th mm -hmm. century television animation um, that we talked about earlier um, that Marcy Prieto is ahead of. Okay, but... Um, can I just ask a question? Because maybe I'm wrong. Um, you two can maybe remember something. Can anybody name a property that um, was with someone else that has gone back to Dis gone over or back to Disney that got better under Disney? Mm, no, because it's been to me a steady line of trash. Like they <laughs> they get their hands on it and then they just cynically like. Uh, uh, a story made by committee it to death it well, this might this might be putting the nail in the coffin for what you're saying because they're saying the deadpool animated series won't necessarily have to be connected to the mcu yeah well i mean already it isn't because it was with fox but i'm just really irritated by the notion that it we just keep on letting you can't stop them but they just keep doing the dumbest possible thing yeah yeah and it's not That's, hard it's to disney. not do the stupid thing but you know they're disney they can do what they want i guess whatever. they can they they're making a whole new subset called 20th uh 20th television animation <laughs> 20th television 20th dumbass shit television animation yeah and that's that that also right. a terrible it's a terrible name because it's it's a mouthful. Yeah, it 20th is. Century Fox like kind of rolled off the tongue. Yeah, whatever new that this that new name new sounds name? like it needs a comma in it, and I don't think that yes. a name should need a comma in <laughs> it. It does. Yeah, it does. Twentieth Television Animation. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Well, maybe um, we'll come up with an, a better name because it sounds like super corporate and not fun. Well, also, Disney is the super corporate gangster mob, so they do whatever they want. So, indeed. like, indeed. Facts. Nobody can really challenge Disney now. Indeed. Um, my last bit of newsy news uh, is about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So, uh, Netflix and Sony Pictures have announced an exclusivity deal that uh, we'll see the latter's blockbuster movies land on. Uh, so Sony's blockbuster movies will be landing on Netflix uh, streaming service from 2022. This deal means that the forthcoming Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse sequel, as well as any other Spider-Man or Venom installments, will land exclusively on Netflix after their theatrical release. Um, 
This is so as confusing. Part, as a part of the partnership, Sony Pictures uh, Motion Picture Group will offer Netflix a first look at any films it intends to make directly for streaming or decides later to license for streaming. So Netflix basically has first dibs on any of Sony's uh, stuff. And Netflix, oh, cool. Netflix has committed to make a number of those films over the course of the deal. So any such direct-to-streaming projects will be um, added to the full theatrical film slate, which will continue I at would, its current I, volume. I would love to see the trash fire you would have to make <laughs> for them to turn something over to Disney Plus streaming. Like, I don't know right. why they wouldn't just say <laughs> yes to whatever. Just, yeah, put it on ours exclusively. Yes. And it's like, oh, but right. a, yeah, yeah, just put it on there. Did you even watch it? Nope. Put it on there. So yeah, I don't Netflix know already has a deal with Sony. Yeah, but I, now I, I don't know why they let anything slip through their fingers to Disney Plus, like their direct, direct competitor. Um, you know, yeah, like yeah, bring it over here. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like it's stupid. So then it'll be stupid on our platform. It, it'll be one of a billion stupid things. I don't care. Put it on. Okay. Yeah, and um, so basically, it now includes all labels under Sony Pictures Entertainment. Um, it comes with a main content provider starting their own streaming service to house films and TV shows that they create. Um, since HBO is working with Warner Brothers, um, which includes DC, Disney is with Lucas, Pixar, Marvel, and Fox. So Netflix is like, sure, we'll take Sony. Um <laughs> Because who else is left? Yeah, I know, right? Um, Sony is last picked at the kickball game. That's rude. It's, I mean, <laughs> that kind of sucks. Um, and, you know, Prime and Paramount Plus and Peacock, there's all these different streaming things, so they might as well go ahead well, and would grab it. would really behoove Disney to make friends with Sony, but I guess there's been some bad blood over the years. Like, they've had words across the bow about the Spider-Man thing, etc. So they were probably like, eh, let them have it. Yeah. Either that or um, Sony was just like, fuck you, we're going to Netflix. Mm, 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 mm. Exactly. <laughs> um, and my last bit of news is about my boy Keanu. Uh oh, what happened to Keanu? Keanu. Um, well, he is going to be in the new Star Wars reboot. He has been hired as. Get out! <laughs> <sighs> Star Wars wow. will delve into Did you say lore. reboot? Star Wars reboot. Keanu Reeves has been hired as Sith King in the Old Republic trilogy. So it's not a reboot, it's just a continue it's a alternate unit like it's it's continuation or prequel. Well, I mean they call it a reboot. I don't know. Cuz a reboot means we are taking the story of Luke and retelling it. Oh, okay. Okay. Got you. So that's not what this is. Or that's, yeah, that's not what this is. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, uh, that's going to make people fucking mad. <laughs> if you, if you try and erase Keanu. the original three and try and, like, and cushion the blow with Keanu Reeves, like, that's dirty. If I were him, I'd roll right out of that contract. That's There's no amount of money <laughs> worth the wrath of original trilogy Star Wars fans. There, There's no amount, there's no cash amount available on planet earth that's worth the actual day-to-day -day grief you will get for the rest of your known life yeah so keanu's going to be wielding a never before seen style of uh lightsaber of so course I guess it's, it's going to be a curly cue like a like a duck dick 
Right. Oh my God. And he's currently working on John Wick four and five right now. <laughs> but uh, John Favreau is um, hiring or quote unquote working on hiring Keanu at the moment. Um, so it's not set in stone, but Keanu said he is very excited to get on board with the Disney project. Um, yeah, it says Keanu is cast as Keanu is being cast as King Valar or Valar. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. He is a Sith king who was likely alive in the Old Republic times. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Old Republic is uh, part of Star Wars period that takes place three more than three thousand years before the events of the Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's always boring as shit to me because the stakes, they're going to try and raise the stakes to like galactic levels and then I'm going to be like, but we know that that doesn't happen because like, right. if, they, if they just said it in a different universe somewhere, I'd be fine, but they're like, ah, yes in the same universe, something something Tatooine, and I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> um so it also says that it's going to be like an animation it's going to be lifelike and video game style so it's not going to be live action uh, okay so i've so i've just written this off entirely it doesn't exist and it's too big nor it understood <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, um <laughs> yeah i don't know how i feel about any of that <laughs> it says disney would like to dive into a more into the dark side of uh star wars so. you think you didn't by killing han and leia okay <laughs> all right let's get darker then oh, well man. well i know well i guess that doesn't have anything to do with the lore Correction, i was gonna say Oh my god, um, Alana was right. So King Valar's spectacular new weapon is going to be a curved lightsaber mm -hmm. blade. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get out! Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not how they fucking whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. There's. Mm -hmm. It says it's more of a ceremonial weapon rather than a practical one. Well then why are you using it as a why, practical why weapon? Why is it a weapon if it's not practical? You don't. Anyway. That's my last I don't, I don't really get it. I don't understand why they keep feeling like the, the thing that'll get Star Wars people all wet in their panties is to show a different lightsaber. <laughs> I don't fucking care about the lightsaber. The person wielding it is supposed to be cool. Not the color or shape. You fuckwits. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Moving That's along. all the uh, animation and entertainment I got a, I got a couple of uh, animation-y animation news. I'll go through them real quick to, you know, cut down on time. But HBO is celebrating the Iron Anniversary for Game of Thrones. It's hmm. um, going to be... Uh, it, it's the 10th anniversary. That's going to go on all month, this month. And it's got an app with a bunch of Easter eggs for, like, behind the scenes and stuff. And HBO 2 is going to be showing the, the show in a marathon. Do not support this. Do not go watch it. Fuck that. Wait for the books. Go on George R.R. Martin's Twitter and just wait patiently for him to say that he has dropped the book because, quite frankly, this show is dead to me. Moving on. Um, Mamoru Hisoda, uh, who did, like, um, Mirai, Wolf Children, Girl Who Left Through Time, which are Wolf Children, Girl Who Left Through Time are, like, huge favorites of mine like i really enjoyed those films um mm -hmm. his studio chizu have decided have debuted a trailer uh if for a animation called bell i couldn't discern from the trailer what it was actually about but it looks dope as fuck it's kind of it's not like 
cyberpunk, but it's what do you want to hmm. call it? I call it like fairy punk. It's a weird way to say it, I know, but I kind of understand what you're saying. It's it's not quite because it has cybernetic and sort of um Jinro uh Akira esque kind of stuff going on, but the colors and and certain other visual elements make me feel like it's not really that. It's sort of something else like a little a bit more more towards fantasy than full cyber if you will um mm -hmm. there's the teaser out everybody's losing their shit over the yasuke um you know uh the yasuke trailer that's dropping for netflix the one that we mentioned on this podcast before that's about the black samurai um mm -hmm. that lives in japan i think everybody's overhyping this too much but i will watch it just because, like, I, I'm already, I was bored of Samurai in around 98, and now I have not rec recovered from that boredom, as it tends to be the exact same thing. Like, Samurai aren't really given a lot of deviation in media. They tend to have exactly the same set of principles and everything with, like, minor variations, but it's the same characters again and again. This feels like it's literally going to be Afro Samurai, except he doesn't have an Afro. Um, I, I, I just, I, it's going to have to earn my respect. It is coming from a low point because I refuse to give this any credence because there is a black person in it. Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. Um, okay. Nickelodeon has pulled a, a couple of episodes of SpongeBob. Um, one of them mm. was uh, the quarantine episode. And I kind of felt a type of way about that because I'm, that. because I was like, first of all, it wasn't about COVID. It was just like this made up virus that was going on. Second of all, I I really don't think at this juncture anybody is what it would be the word offended by the idea of hmm. an outbreak. I mean, there outbreaks happen, not just of COVID, of any sort of disease, the regular ass flu. Yeah. Why? Uh, chicken pox why are we acting like we're too sensitive for this like i understood the need to like pull the twin tower scene from um spider-man back in like 2001 yeah. when it happened like i think it was 2002 that movie came out 2001 it was like right after it, it, it occurred it no yeah. i mean like the movie came out i think it came out in 2002 but um yeah but i i I don't recall, but it was close enough to it where I'm like, okay, out of respect for families, like, like, you know, this was something that affects a specific group very heavily. It's sort of a big thing in American history. This is too, but I don't think it's 9-11. This is, in the natural course of events, a thing has happened, and we can't go through our lives never mentioning a thing that can and will happen again. Yeah. And it's like, don't not talk about yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, don't <laughs> let's not never talk about the things that'll happen when someone gets sick in a group. It's like, well, in that case, shouldn't we pull all shows that have zombies in them? Because that's just a pandemic. Yeah. And, and how many other movies <laughs> are about pandemic. pandemics and epidemics? Like, there's yeah. contagion. There's so Quarantine, many. Every zombie outbreak. movie is about a freaking pan or epidemic. Yeah. They, like they all are so i'm like that's a that's a weird move to me that's like let's hire all the black voice actors to play the black characters level of of band-aid on the problem it's like that's not what the issue is <laughs> it's not that you're not hiring any black voice actors it's that you don't have any black characters i feel yeah. is more the problem whoever's voice works that's the joy of voice acting you bitches but anyway mm -hmm. moving along um that is my news awesome Steph, you got any animation or entertainment news you want to share? <clears throat> nope, all mine's gaming. All right, let's move right into gaming. 
I got like two tiddly bits. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe three. No, it's just two. Is it two? Oh, whatever. Anyways, I'm just gonna start. So, uh, <clears throat> so for all my Hideo Kojima fans out there, <laughs> um, this is all highly speculatory because you can't plan anything this man's gonna do. He surprises. There's twists and turns. So. All of this is just rumors. Um, Xbox seems to be in talks to do another Hideo Kojima game. Uh, nothing has been verified. However, Kojima Productions confirmed in October of 2020 that it was staffing up for a new game project. I remember that. It's been hinted by Kojima that it's going to be a revolutionary horror game, while others think that it's a new, it's a sequel to a Dead Stranding sequel. Mm. Well, that that it's a sequel, sequel of Dead Stranding. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, y'all know what I mean. I got you. Um, so there's a lot of rumors flying around. There's even rumors that this new studio that popped up, it's uh, it's been, it's lived in like relative obscurity. It's called Blue Box Game Studio. They're coming out with a um, <clears throat> video horror game. It's called Abandoned. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an announcement teaser on like the PS5. Uh a lot of people are thinking that this new game, Abandon, is actually going to be one of Hideo Kojima's um, like projects. That it's either going to be the sequel of Dead Stranding, or it's going to be one of his smaller projects that he has expressed interest in working on. Mm-hmm. So, um, who knows? Uh, when people have asked Blue Box Studios if that's the case, they say that there's, you know... There's no affiliation that they're their own gaming studio and that they are just making a game. Of course they um, would. That also, <laughs> exactly, that also happens to be a horror game that's highly realistic. Uh, it's coming out in the fourth quarter of 2021. If you Google, um, if you go to YouTube and you look up Abandoned Announcement Trailer, um, it's an interesting game. It looks like hyper-realistic uh, yeah, I don't know. I could see it as one of his projects, but then at the same time, I could also just see it as totally unrelated. So mm-hmm. only time will really tell. I don't know. You, you know, stuff with him is so wishy-washy. And mysterious. So, but that's how he likes it. Yeah. Um, I think that's why he also has so many fans. People love people love mystery. Yeah, I do. Um, I can do it. So... <laughs> well, in another, uh, and something more concrete. Uh, so, if there's any Streets of Rage fans, oh yeah, and I'm I'm totally one of them. So, if you played Streets of Rage four and you just felt like there just wasn't enough, like you just couldn't get enough, it scratched an itch that you didn't know you needed, and like you just needed more. Um, there is now going to be new DLC, and it's going to be dubbed Mister X Nightmare. Which, if anybody that played the original uh, games, they know that Mr. X was the main villain of all three of the games. So it would be interesting to see him reprise his role as the villain. You know, we're going to see if he's, like, dead or alive, or if, you know, he's, like, a spirit or something else, or if we're going or back time. undead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's unbred. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um... So that's going to be really cool. They're coming out with a bunch of new fighters. They have a new boss. And then one of the new kind of like modes 
I guess, uh, you can now customize your character. So you can, like, choose kind of the play style that you want or, like, the move set that you want for your new customizable wait, wait, character. Wait, 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 so, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say that, do you mean combat customizable or, like, look customizable? Uh, so I think it's a little bit of both, but mainly combat. Uh, if it's look, then yes. But if not, I withdraw my interest. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. She's but it's a fighting game. Look. She's the all that... about, yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Skins. I got you. <laughs> but, I mean, for, like, a fighting combat, like, you know, 2D side-scroller, the fact that I can, like, choose my moveset. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I, that's pretty I'm, dope. I'm so shit at these games, I end up mashing the same button anyway. So, it, oh. that is relevant to me as a player. My fun will come from looking good. Didn't you save us in the impossible uh, the level? Of I mean, yeah, maybe, but that's like not relevant to <laughs> my strategy to doing so. So, like, if you guys have played the new Streets of Rage Four, like at the end, there is this like arena um, match where you're in a boxing ring, and that boss is so hard mm -hmm. that we thought we were never going to be able to beat the game and mm -hmm. then the water came along and beat the game for us and so i was like you know what i'm gonna take it wow. uh, i don't think that that, yeah. that happened the way you remember it i think y'all were beating it and i happened to be in a position where i could like get that little last pop in because <laughs> we died is what I remember. You were the last one standing, and then you you won. So that uh, counts to me as beating it. Okay, maybe it's by default, but I'll take it. All right. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I'm really excited for that because I'm a big uh, Streets of Rage four fan, or just Streets of Rage fan. Um, and then the last little tiddly bit of news I have is for all the Resident Evil people mm. out there. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. oh. So when Resident Evil Village uh -huh. dropped, everybody lost their proverbial uh -huh, shit. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> um, so PlayStation just announced that they said, prepare for another Resident Evil showcase stream with more Evil Village gameplay. It's coming um, out on April 15th at 3 p.m., Pacific time, so we have a couple days. Mm -hmm. Um and that's really all I got. They they did a, I mean it hasn't dropped. They did yet, a so. midway um, they did another one relatively recently where they knew what they were doing and they shoved the camera right up that big titty goth milk mommy's butt and I was like, what are we doing? What what are we doing here? But um <laughs> I think uh GameStop has a standee because that woman is like Almost, well, I think isn't she she's like, like seven or eight feet? Oh yeah, tall she's or like eight, she's like, like nine nine feet, nine feet tall. So they have a standees where you can yeah. just stand next to her and realize how how short you are. And dudes can go in there and just have the I don't know the full entirety of their erection around a real life scale model. <laughs> but um, oh, but I'm just I'm just so ready to sit back and watch somebody else be scared because I'm too scary to play that game. But I'm very excited to watch someone else play it. Like I'm very hypey for that game. I just don't want to play it because I'm a scary bitch and I know I am and I'm not going to get anything done because I'll be too scared. Well, I might have to get that, and we might have to play together. As far as you watching me play, <laughs> okay, yeah. I was like, I don't play, I don't play Resident Evil games. I just hope Markiplier is going to play it because it's a horror game, and he yeah. normally plays horror. He does. Uh, he's pretty good at playing video games just in general. So yeah. I always 
I always love his dreams, especially the shit that he says just on repeat is, I find hilarious. I, 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 <laughs> I genuinely just enjoy watching that game played well by someone who really enjoys the series. So I usually watch like um, uh, some of the more storied game players, but uh, what Pat stares at is a Twitch streamer who does that kind of thing. Like he loves Resident Evil and he'll just, you know, do a passive run through is like, Hey, I'll beat resident evil in two hours. And he'll just go through it real quick because he's memorized resident evil two that hard. And he literally knows where everything is all the time. And he's just comfortable walking around, but he, he's kind of like me as in he's scary bitch made, but <laughs> only when he doesn't know what's coming, but when he knows what's there, he just runs through it. I can know what's coming and I'm still like uncomfortable and tense because I know my aim is bad. So, um, so I, I don't enjoy playing the games personally, but it's 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 up there with like Demon Souls and Dark Souls for me, where I will not play weren't them, you, but I well, but I love them. Weren't you one of the? Uh, weren't you the person that ran through a whole Resident Evil game with a knife because of oh, yeah. like just sheer spite? Yeah, yeah, out of pure pettiness. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I played and beat Resident Evil one, two. <laughs> I played parts of three, and I beat Code Veronica technically two times. But I, oh. but it it causes me a level of tension I don't like, and just as the and then when it got to four, I beat four, but it wasn't a scary game; it was an action game, and I was like, but I kind of wanted the scary game. But then when they got scary again, they got too scary, and so I'm like, it's too spoopy, and I'm too <laughs> tense, like, wait, and I, I don't, the, uh, yeah, I couldn't go back. I, I just wasn't ready. Because like, if you saw me yeah. play Resident Evil One on the GameCube, you'd understand how much of a fucking bitch I was about it. Like, I would call oh, from. I would just call my mom just to make sure she hadn't turned into a zombie and it would piss her off because I'd wake her up and I wouldn't accept like a moaning answer because that just proves you're a zombie. Oh, I was wow. like, mom, are you, it are you really okay? Offended yeah, you. no, oh I, was, I was for real scared. And so that level of tension <laughs> regularly, like I would go into the safe room and I just not want to leave it. I'd, I'd, I'd work myself up. So I I disliked that to the point where I was like, all right, Code Veronica was actually so fucking stupid that I kind of wasn't really, I don't remember being scared of it. The second time through, I definitely wasn't scared. I was just fucking mad. I was just angry. But um, like I I was, my fear was overridden by how fucking mad I was. I'm trying to think of a game that like, well, that made me think that reality had changed. Besides, like, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, where I wish, I, like, when I got into the car, I was like, I could just get out of this car and go steal somebody else's car if I just press X or triangle when I walk up to them. Yeah. But I don't think there's ever been a game that has affected me so much, or my reality, or where I've been, like, so afraid, except for maybe Ocarina of Time with the Sculptulas, the giant <laughs> spiders that fall out of the sky for no goddamn reason. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only, and that's on N64, and that was when I was super young. Yeah, so no, I, I don't just, know if there's I, any game that scared me that much. My, my brain, it's not that the game scares me, it's that my brain just goes, or I works, know that you yeah, know that there you, like, isn't a zombie, but like what that. if there is a zombie? Consider this, there are oh, three zombies God. in the house right now. And they're going to bite you and it's going to fucking suck. Look at that. That's awful. Just bit her right in the neck. That could be you. There's oh probably one behind your chair right now. Like, that's the kind of shit that's always going on in my head. And it gets to a point where I'm like, I can't play this. So, Steph, do you have a game that works you up that much like that? I don't play, I don't, I don't play horror games. Not uh, even a horror game, but like a game that you have. League of Legends. <laughs> League of Legends. <laughs> League of Legends. I have, I've actually stopped playing League of oh, Legends wow. because I, I would get so worked out. 
<laughs> but I don't want to go that's, like fight that's someone. Different because that's <laughs> wow. that's real contact. That's just social interaction, man. That's wow. not like the video game created this this situation where you're it's just angry. It's literally a person being a piece of shit, and you want to kill them. <laughs> It's it's you okay, literally so... pinging nine times. Don't forget to fucking smite, and then like Leona will steal the dragon from over the wall with her fucking zenith blade that Wait, does seven you're, damage. You're like, you're like banning flames in my heart right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, so like a game topic. <laughs> no, you, okay, so you want a game that that's like what single player that I have like yeah, uh, an intense like, reaction to? Yeah. Um. Oh man, that's like homework. I have to really think about that. Uh, Even the, as like the, old as Super Mario, like has there ever been? I don't know. Um, the only game I can really just like top of my top of my brain uh, was Mass Effect. Mass Effect mm. definitely elicited elicited um, like some heavy responses for me to where like either I was sad or I was like you know quasi angry or it just felt like the choices had such weight to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I remember one time it was the, the one that stands out to me most was either you commit genocide and you wipe out this whole race or, mm. or you don't. And then you roll the dice on maybe that race killing like the rest of the yeah, universe. I paused, on that one. I paused on that one. Pause on that one for a minute, but it was only cause Ashley kept saying, fucking do it. And I'm like, I hate you. Shut up. I'm letting them wow. go. You don't tell me what to do. Well, no, I paused on that one because I was uh, what's his name? In my head, his name is Crunk. Oh I've yeah, yeah. Um, you're talking about Rex. Um, yeah, yeah. I was friends with Rex, and then I was friends with like the little gray alien whose name I don't remember. I was friends with both of them, and then I was like, holy shit! Like that's a really that's a whole race. Yeah. It's not just like yeah, but it's a whole race know, that's fucking people, people up. I would, like the queen said she wasn't going to do it again, and I was willing <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, but... <laughs> to believe her. But at the same time, I was like, eh. I was like, I'll roll the dice on this, I guess, since she seems to be like, nah, for real, I got it under control. My bad. We'll we'll leave. And I'm like, all right, but if I see you again and you fucking shut up, no mercy. Like everything's going down in flames. Like I just kind of made that personal decision. I didn't have a visceral reaction to that game until I saw the ending, and then I had a fucking visceral reaction. Oh, yes, yes. And then the ending, I like, I, I literally was so upset about the ending that I, I, I don't think I picked up another video game for like probably a year and uh, a half because I was so, I was so about that. Yeah. I was so salt about that ending. Yeah. That was the yeah, yeah. Like, I, really not, was. I think that's the long Game time. of Thrones. Uh, Game yeah, of Thrones no, is the last upset. thing that made me that mad with how it ended. Where I'm just like, what are we doing? What is what is what what? Yeah, yeah moments of real yeah. life. Yeah, it, yeah. No, because it was like I felt like I had played three years of my life for yeah. like. <laughs> Playing and replaying and like getting the perfect ending for all of them in all those fuck ass planets where you have to go <laughs> mine for resources oh, yeah. and go watching down paint and, like, dry on the game. stupid. Yes, and wow. then like getting in that stupid goddamn rover that the rolls Mako. over, and you had to fight the fucking worms. Yes. Like I fucking, all, I did all, all of those that. choices, all those very all carefully tips. picked choices for it to be. Hey, what you want, red or blue, as an ending? Yeah, oh, and wow. then by the way. uh all of your characters and every place that you went and all the time you spent, we're just gonna blow it up. Well, you can. Wow. Well, you can technically avoid it getting blown up, but it doesn't matter because they leap so far into the future that everyone's dead anyway. 
and then yes, they're like wow. and then no one remembers who you are and everything about you is a legend i guess fuck you and i'm like oh what we need to have a yeah. whole like mass effect uh episode about the things because oh, i know you guys said that not everybody's um experience is the same no it's not well because we'll your choices that... actually do matter yeah they used we'll, to we'll have that episode when when you played the remastered version yeah doesn't that come out this year yeah it comes out uh, uh yeah soon. It should be coming out soon, actually. Yeah, I, just... I remember you had news about it a few months ago. Uh, One thing on my calendar so recently ready is for it. Big, big Titty Milk Mommy and Back for Blood is in June 21st, <laughs> but I... Uh... <clears throat> oh, man. But it, I think it's coming out relatively uh, soon this month. I, I forget. I think it was supposed to have already come out, but then it got delayed, and that's why it's not on my yeah, calendar. Yeah, I again. heard that, too. Yeah, because I kept that, like, I posted... Or not posted that, but I bookmark that to make sure i remember it is uh may may 14th okay 2020 was so like next month cool Woo. oh wow yeah. it's april that's right holy crap yeah, yeah. it's like, this it's, this year like, is next, on the next move. month and... yes it the time flows uh, differently like next month post Trump, days. so you're <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get us more in trouble lana jeez <laughs> i love fbi trouble. is on us um I don't care. okay so for uh for game news i'll make mine quick again um <clears throat> so brazil uh the brazilian justice system um just starting uh they're basically starting an in uh, the inquiry and process to ban um and basically make loot boxes illegal so hell they're mm-hmm. making a very strong bid for moving there over anything else because man fuck loot boxes like fuck them um <laughs> right i hope that that spreads to other countries um faster than marijuana legalization and we can get some uh we get some justice <laughs> for people playing overwatch and spending upwards of 300 dollars to not even get the skin that they want and they're ugly mm. skins to boot mm. i don't know why some people are spending this kind of money on these trash ass skins anyway um <clears throat> sony <laughs> For reasons is killing the PS3, PSP, and Vita stores. Um, they mm-hmm. have no game preservation solution to this. They're just killing it. So I guess it just means put on your hat and uh, give Johnny Depp a high five as you hop on your ship. And you know, okay. go go get your shit because fuck off. Um, yep. Scalpers are already selling Super Mario 3D All Stars at marked up prices after Nintendo got rid of the game because they just decided, yeah. oh, hey, here's a super popular game that everybody wants. Well, it's only going to be for a limited time. Fucking why? Uh, and now everybody who has has it on their system is just selling it at a crazy price because everyone wants to play it. What I think is going to eventually happen for anybody who might be depressed by that, who played it, really enjoyed it, wants to play it, um, it's probably going to end up emulated and have an underground. Um, scene yeah. so i i doubt severely that it's going to stay gone you can't in the age of the internet you can't make digital things that go away actually no it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah so just let that go <clears throat> and then um activision in a very activision move fire 190 employees without warning despite record revenue and 200 million dollar ceo pay how many employees 190 wow without warning Hmm. zero zero heads up and they do this regularly they do this pretty much every year or every other year no every year where they will lay off be i think the most they did was 500 at once but then they Mm -hmm. they also announced that they have record revenue and because of their record revenue they're giving their they're giving a ceo or some uh higher up a hundreds of millions of dollars worth of bonuses and i'm like that's everybody's salary that they just do you see the problem here they don't yeah i 
I absolutely. But that's uh, that's the news that I have. I got some tittle bitties of news. Okay, go for it. Hit it up. Tiggle bitties. Tiggle. So it's all Nintendo news because I love Nintendo. Um, so it is rumored that Nintendo Switch could get Bluetooth headphone support. Mm. The uh, new one, right? No. Uh, oh, there's you mean a like firmware. a dongle? Oh, firmware? Okay. No. Okay. There's a t- Nintendo Switch has a 12.0 <laughs> firmware update that um, is happening, and a data miner has reportedly uncovered interesting information saying that uh, the new Switch dock could be on the way. Um, and there's also rumors about the Switch Pro. But also, there's a possibility that Nintendo could be adding audio support to the handheld Bluetooth driver. So current Switch consoles will be getting a firmware update, and the driver may um, allow Bluetooth connection. Uh, I mean, is that... We will see, um, because it's one of the most requested features from all Switch users, duh. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know how that works. Here's the thing, right? It's impossible to do that without the hardware. So I if know. what you're telling me is that this is entire that time capability? you were able to do it, but instead had tried to get me to run a line through my phone, through Discord, through the Switch to talk to people and hear things, I, I, I don't know who has earned a dick punch, but someone's earned a dick punch. <laughs> Somebody's dick is getting punched. Yeah. So, and it's just a rumor that some guy found information that the firmware could support Bluetooth, um, which is very interesting to me because it doesn't say the Switch Pro. It just says Nintendo Switch. So we'll see if that's actually like, um, if that uh, applies to the current console or the Mm. one. Um, also, if you guys play Destroy All Humans, it's coming to Nintendo Switch this June. Um, it's a fun game. And um, there's a bunch of games actually coming to Switch. Uh, the Exploding Kittens, the card game, is coming. Oh, wow. It's, That's coming? Yeah, it's coming to um, Nintendo Switch. They announced it on their um, Twitter page. And it's coming to the eShop in America, Europe, and Australia. It's going to be... Yo, that guy is making so much money. <laughs> right? It's going to be a two-to-five player online and local multiplayer, which includes Streaking Kittens, Party Pack, and Betrayal Pack expansion packs. Woohoo! Um, as well as exclusive cards hilariously illustrated by Matthew Inman of The Oatmeal. I love The Oatmeal. <laughs> um, have you guys Did read you- Oatmeal? Have you guys have you guys actually seen that the uh, that Matthew from the Oatmeal um he so for anybody that doesn't that doesn't know he also does uh he does what cyanide and happiness oh god yes right? um <laughs> so he does cyanide and happiness and that I think was his his original thing and then uh he also does the oatmeal but he did like little short like three to six panel like little comics mm-hmm. um so were like single panel or whatever and then he would post them to social media and that's actually how he got really big and then with the money from that he made exploding kittens and i think one or two other games um he recently on social media mainly i think on facebook uh 
all of his stuff is animated, That's which awesome. I find really interesting and like in the last i think it's like two weeks he's just been it's all been sponsored he's just been pumping out like all these like animations so he must have like a crew behind him that's animating this yeah, stuff and i'm just like wow bought some of his friends and um, <laughs> yeah i mean like this dude is studio out of them like, yeah because the card is making this box the the card game has sold over 11 million copies like, that's crazy that is insane he only wanted ten thousand. he got 8.7 million dollars on kickstarter like yeah what that's not that i think that's the highest grossing um kickstarter thing right like for a card game i feel like oh that's i don't know that i don't know i think that's the top one that went way above and beyond but yeah so yay look forward to um exploding kittens coming to nintendo switch and um i'm excited about that because i have the card game and it's fun and yeah it is fun it would be really cool to play it um on console with homies um and it's going to be available for only ten dollars on the nintendo eShop, so it's pretty pretty reasonable yeah i think so too yeah well good for him yeah then there's a uh fmv horror game that's coming um, to all consoles on February 22nd, 2022. Um, it's called Ghost. And it's a game that's only going to work at 10 p.m. each night in your local time what? zone. Um, the game is written by Jed, Se- Jed Shepard. Uh, he's the writer of the 2020 Zoom horror flick Host. And most of the cast from that movie are going to be starring in the game Ghost. Um, we will see how that works. Uh, basically, you're only going to be able to play the game at 10 p.m. in your local time zone each night. The game will star cast members from the the movie that he worked on. And um, they're investigating a street reportedly haunted by the long lady. Uh, there are scarce details, but you'll basically be making decisions for them as they search the area. No floating words or glowing doors will be presented to guide you, meaning you can, you're can you seemingly playing the game through the eyes of the camera only. Um, so, I don't know. That might be cool. Maybe not. Um, being that I can only play it at a certain time is like, why put limits on my game time? But that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's sort of like, yeah, fuck you. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could fudge your time zone and try and get away with it that way. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, the next is Star Wars Republic Commando is now on Nintendo Switch. Um, it came out on April 6th, as well as um, on PlayStation 4. It's a remaster of the game. Um and because it, it released back in like 2005 so if you guys like star wars republic commando you can now play it on nintendo switch and playstation 4 and um my last news is neopets could be coming to the nintendo switch um i vaguely remember neopets i feel like neopets was my shit i i, I don't I was never it so wealthy I just knew of it in passing. I could afford yeah, Lisa Frank stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was free. No, no, the fuck it wasn't. It, them cards were not free. Oh, my gosh. No, I, I, 
It was on. It was online. Oh yeah, I, ne- I never browser-based pet raising. Yeah, game the, the, but they had yeah. cards as well. Card yeah, packs. Yeah, I feel like they did have cards. Too. There were cards. Oh, there were I never toys. Played... There was a whole bunch of Neopet-related things, and um, yeah, I, I don't know about I the internet. I was never into all of that. Well, I was only into the uh, free, the free Neopets thing online. So the reason that they're um, thinking of bringing it to Switch is because, you know, Flash died last year and the game was a Flash-based game. So um, they released a mobile version of the game last year and now they're thinking that a Switch version would be better. And So what you're saying is the phone version failed? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um, Because it's still, the, the mobile version is still in beta beta so I, it didn't have a chance to fail <laughs> i don't know um and i don't know how popular it would be because neopets was like years ago right yeah yeah but i mean i don't know i could see it having a resurgence like if they, if they advertise it the stuff if they there. advertise it properly it'll be fine because i mean there's always a new generation yeah. of kids who like stupid shit i mean who like stuff so it's like okay <laughs> like it's not i mean it's just it's a kid thing it's like hey they're pets you yeah. collect them it's a it's like pokemon you collect them you train them yeah it's very much like pokemon there's there's games you could play there was friends you could you know hang out with you could explore like it was i don't know i th- I remember it being a really really fun game where i spent hours upon hours okay well um, it could possibly be coming to Switch. It's not official, but they are talking about it. So, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the groundwork is there. They have all the art. Yeah, I mean, so. they could just, I mean, if they already were working on it for uh, mobile, it shouldn't be too hard to do it for the Switch. Yeah, they just have to code it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it works out for them. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie. I, depending on the price, would probably pay some Neopets <laughs> just for nostalgia feels. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> awesome. awesome. Well, um, so uh, Alana, you got any jokes for us? <clears throat> Let's uh, whip out the old <clears throat> corn dog, shall we? Because, uh, you know, I tell dad jokes, but I don't really have an e-kid, so I'm a faux pas. <laughs> That's a dad joke. Gross. <laughs> Why do bees have sticky hair? Why do bees have what? Why do ba- bees have sticky hair? Because they brush it with a honeycomb. Hey, you got it. Oh, damn, stuff. <laughs> Uh, All right, this one I'm going to do because I'd be shocked if you didn't know the answer. Why is six afraid of seven? Dare to be shocked. Say that again. Why is six afraid of seven? Oh, because seven, eight, yeah, nine. Yeah, that, that's 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 a <laughs> come on. That's one of my favorite like, jokes to tell my niece and nephew. I was like, I remember, but I don't remember. And they're like babies. You, no, no so. the way that you do it is you go, why is six afraid of seven? And people are like, because seven, eight, nine. And it's like, no, because seven shot everyone to death. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, just, just literally turn it on its head. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with the auntie joke. Um, uh, 
Oh, it's, it's amazing that you just have these jokes in your head. Well, I know, I know actually I happen to know more dad jokes than I know auntie jokes. Like this is more of a... The fact that you guys know jokes though is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called the internet. All right, so how many narcissists <laughs> does it take to change a light bulb? Oh, they're not going to change the light bulb. No, isn't? It, wouldn't it just be one? None. None. They all use gaslighting. Ah, oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty clever. <laughs> That's so oh, good. That's, I like that one. That's great. Yep, also, I love uh, it. Pornhub has a category for coronavirus videos. It's for sick fucks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> I like it. Oh. There you go. Hey, those are your those are your raunchy auntie at those the at the at the Thanksgiving <laughs> table jokes. Right. <laughs> I approve this message. I approve this oh, message. Auntie jokes. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. Well, all right, guys. Well, I had a fun co- podcast with you this uh, this week. Yeah, I See you guys. in like two weeks. Yeah, man. It was fun. Alana, take us out. We had a great time today. We talked about vibes. Had a great time discussing how Star Wars is going to turn into John Wick shooting people with a lightsaber gun. It's going to be amazing. You guys have no idea how great it's going to be in the world of Sony until we see how bad it actually is. So, let's go ahead and meet up in a couple of weeks and talk about how everything's up in flames next time on the podcast. Bye. Bye. Super Creative Podcast name is brought to you by Creative Overdose Studios, an indie animation and design studio in Atlanta. This episode was written and produced by Alana Clark, Stephanie Lopez, and Lakita Wilson. You can connect with the team on Instagram, Facebook, or by visiting itscreativeoverdose.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>